Hey guys, this is Lauren with uh, Untethered with Low for the uh, Monday segment or Motivation Monday segment with John C. Maxwell's The da- the Maxwell Daily Reader, 365 Days of Insight to Develop the Leader Within You and Influence Those Around You. And we are reading today's segment, which is Vision Statements. Um, I am just off the name of that. I'm really excited because uh, when I did my women's circle this last month, we were talking about journeying into our future. And uh, some of the other things uh, I've been really trying to just focus on uh, as I'm kind of regrowing back into my life is like, who do I want to look like, sound like, what does my day want to look like? And so even this last week, before we get into like the second, like vision statements, like it's super important. I was talking to my ex yesterday, we were hanging out and he was talking about wanting to sail and he just didn't know when. And I told him, I said, well, why aren't you like, you know, you know, sitting and thinking about that? Like, when could that be? And um, how does it look and all the things? So uh, I just, I'm excited uh, for today's segment. Vision statements. What you see is what you can be. This deals with your potential. I've often asked myself, does the vision make the leader or does the leader make the vision? I believe the vision comes first. I've known many leaders who lost their vision, who lost the vision and therefore therefore lost the power to lead. People do what they see. That is the greatest motivational principle in the world. Stanford research says that 89% of what we learn is visual, 10% of what we learn is auditory, and 1% of what we learn is through other senses. In other words, people depend on visual stimulation for growth. A couple a vision with a leader willing to implement that dream and momentum begins. People do not follow a dream in itself. They follow the leader who has that dream and the ability to communicate it effectively. Therefore, vision in the beginning will make a leader, but for that vision to grow and for the vision to grow and demand following, the leader must take responsibility for it. Hubert H. Humphrey is an example. What you see is what you can be. During a trip to Washington, D.C. in in 1935, he wrote this letter to his wife. Honey, I see how someday if you and I apply ourselves and make up our minds to work for bigger, better things, we can someday live here in Washington and probably be in government, politics, or service. Oh, gosh, I hope my dream comes true. I'm going to try it anyhow. That's from developing the leader within you. Are you communicating vision and pursuing it with passion? So let me let me backtrack here. <laughs> um, so a lot of people ask, you know, like my run for president of the United States. That was a vision. <clears throat> that was a vision I have. And uh, something that I truly felt in my heart on top of having that vision 
And a lot of people ask like when I'm going to run or how I'm going to get there, what are my plans are. And for me, I, I do a very grassroots ap- approach to it, but I'm very organic about how the vision manifests because I believe that God is always setting the things up for me to be in the right spaces and places and the right opportunities to come as they need. But I do think a lot of times the vision has to come in order for us to, I think if the vision comes to us rather than we create the vision, I think if the vision comes to us, then from there, there's more passion behind it because it comes as a surprise and a spark. And I see that with anything that I like want to create is just that the vision or the yearning comes and, and from there, I'm more driven to see that come through. If I'm just like, oh, I want to make something happen. A lot of times I don't always follow through. And I don't know if that's because kind of when like that divine spark of consciousness comes to you for the creative like moment that you then become like the 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 fire is lit right that spark creates that burning desire to follow through on what like what magically comes to your mind and so I really just love this whole concept because like as people you know we do lose our spark for things and it's okay I'm a visual kinesthetic so um you know, I have to be very visually motivated and tactile and kinesthetic motivated, uh, motivationally motivated in order to uh, really follow through. And so if I'm not doing things each day to work towards a certification or, you know, um, my podcast, or if I'm not doing those things, I will lose motivation. Uh, And so, I just, I also love this one spot here, the greatest motivation principle. Okay, so 98% of what we learn is visual, 10% what we learn is auditory, and 1% is from our other senses. And so I just said it, right? I'm a visual kinesthetic. I love to see things and then I need to do them. And I have a very visual memory. So the more I see something, the more I do it, the easier it is for me to learn. I can drive to one place, a certain place one time. And a lot of times remember how to get back there with no GPS. It could be middle of the night, completely dark. And there could be a, a rock on the side of the road. And I would just be like, oh, I'm supposed to turn here. Uh, so very, I know for my own personal learning, and I know it's important for us as we grow up um, and grow into ourselves to know like where we obviously, you know, learn best. Everyone's different though. Some people, they hear and they do better. Some people are just straight tactile. Let me go do it. Uh, I'm most certainly a, a combination of the two and I really love seeing those percentages and I would uh, I'm definitely going to make sure this is as accurate too um, just because I'm a numbers person so uh, so yeah this is such a great one I I really love how it kind of relates to the political side of things but in life like as leaders the other thing I wanted to like touch back on is like be comfortable with 
the ebb and flow of the spark. And sometimes the spark is fiery hot. The passion is there. We want to manifest it. And we're putting our 100% into the dream, that the vision that is there. And then sometimes just because life or just because, because like the fire will dip and it's a very natural thing to lose momentum when you're working on things. And some of that is just because you're not, you're putting all your effort into this one thing and aren't satisfying your body or your mind or your spirit. Like you're not doing something to really complement or offset how much hard work and time you're putting into this one project or this one vision. So that's one reason why you may like lose a little bit of passion and excitement and fire for what you're working through because, um, you know, you just, you forget. It's kind of like with people in relationships, when you start dating someone, a lot of times, like you lose yourself, right? And you can lose yourself in the things that you're working on and towards, which is going to dim your spark. And so it's really important that no matter what we're doing, we take time to nurture ourselves. We take time to take a break. We take time to step back and look at what we've done. One, find gratitude for what we've done, but two, um, to be reminded of uh, the pause and then three, to reassess where we're at on the project or the vision that we're doing. Um, it's really important to say, okay, all this is done. Great job. Proud of you. What needs, what needs to be tweaked? What needs to still be worked on? How much more do we have to go before our projects launch or before this can manifest? And so there's a few reasons to take, you know, the spark dims for a few reasons. And then there's a few ways to just appreciate when those moments come because it's a step back. I did that the other day. If you checked on my Instagram, I had made this post about me and my whiteboard. And it was one of those things where I had all these projects going and I'm looking at it right now and I'm thinking, good Lord, woman. And, and I have all these projects going. And finally, I wrote them all out. Everything that I'm working on my by my lonesome, everything I'm co-collaborating with, everything that I want to manifest here in the future. And I put down everything that needed to be done for that. Or what I thought, you know, whether it's daily, weekly, doesn't matter. Just put down the list of things that has to happen for them to kind of work. And so just taking that minute, like I'm sitting here right now and I was doing it for a recorded. I I looked at my board and I was like, thank God I have this. Like so grateful God gave me a moment to really collect myself and to see all the things that I want to I wanna keep working on. And then I was thinking to myself, okay, great job. You have all these projects going, you know, from there, okay, can we dedicate, you know, an hour to two hours making sure I get done something from each one of these things that I'm working on? And so that's like the process of stepping back and letting the spark come back, right? So excited to see all the projects, but at the end of the day, there's a lot that has to be done which can become overwhelming. And so sometimes that break and that step back is great. I've taken time to kind of um, stop podcasting seven days a week just for right now. You know, I'm still healing from losing my stepmom a month ago. Um, my dad, my grandpa, my stepmom's fresher. So 
it's that, but uh, Father's Day was hard. I had to cancel an event because I just wasn't feeling it. And so, you know, just like trying to understand that, like this life is this very ebb and flow structure. And the best thing I can do is, um, you know, take the step back and I see all the things that I'm working on and I'm very excited to really to really dive into them. And so even like today with the podcast, I was really motivated. I love my Monday segments. I want to get back into that and stay as consistent as possible. I have other podcasts. I've stopped working with some people and that's okay. That's it. So what can I do? Well, I have my other podcast segment. Can I offset those days with the other podcasts? So it's just good to take that time to respect um, wherever you're at in the in the business and the life journey and to be willing to be fired up when you're fired up and to be able to be reserved and and kind of not held back but just kind of like restful and observant around the projects that you have going on the life that you have going on and and the commitments and all the things and so I uh I love that and so the other thing um I actually talked about this yesterday it was really great uh, he, <laughs> we're listening to Alex Jones and, you know, if you listen to Alex Jones, he, he's very Trump-esque where he just says the most off random things that you're like, why is this man speaking? And some of the things he says, um, are hilarious, like just straight hilarious, you know, and I can find myself in him a little bit, um, when he says like outlandish side comments. But uh, when I was talking to my ex, we were kind of laughing. One, I was like, Alex just seems like he's always yelling. It's just his tone and his voice. He just has a very fired up spirit, very sarcastic and snarky sometimes. And so a lot of times he's not well received when he's giving out truth and, and honest information is because his energy is very uh, hefty and heavy and uh, most people can't handle, handle that. And I run into that myself where I have such a passion for things that my good friend Brooke actually had said it. She's like, I, you know, I was like, sorry, I'm being aggressive. She's like, you're just passionate. And it's true. Like, I'm not trying to be aggressive, but I get excited and I get rubbed up and my whole entire being really backs what I love and, and what I'm into. And so <laughs> my ex and I were talking about it yesterday. We were like, he's like, you know, that's the thing is like, in order to, for people to receive half the stuff you want to say, you yourself have to be a little relaxed in your delivery because if people people are thinking you're telling them and you're trying to work them up which means they're, you're not trying to get them to be on your side you're trying to like create this like friction and so I just you know re- love the reminder he said because it put me in check yesterday too I know I could come off kind of abrasive I'm very direct I just I really don't like beating around a bush and I really don't like um I don't I wouldn't even say like I just clear direct communication is very important with some things and for a lot of people clear direct communication comes off as rude or you're trying to be aggressive uh I know and if we talk about culture right 
the standard for like some black women or most black women is that they're mad black women because they're maybe the tone and the passion behind them is that and I get that kind of reference a lot too and it's just that we're passionate you know people are passionate but there are sometimes better ways to deliver our messages. And so I really love this. Are you communicating vision and pursuing it? Because it's super important that, you know, when we talk to others about what we're passionate about, we're not being aggressive and we're not trying to make it seem like our way is the only way, you know, you always want to leave space to hear other people's opinions and feelings and thoughts, you know, that's how you grow as a community. And so I find a lot of value in the communicating the vision. Going back to my run for office, Everyone says, so Lauren, you running for you're running for president. Like, what what does that look like? And I'm like, it looks exactly what it is, right? So co- my communication around my run for president is I'm here to do grassroots work. If I can help stimulate people's mind, body, spirit, and business, cultivating healthy relationship, a meaningful relationship, um, and just showing them that I'll help them get into a better state of being here while I'm not in office. It's going to translate while I'm in office because that's how you, if you want to make a mass change and you want to show people, you know, the old ways don't have to work. There are new ways, like you be that new way. And so whenever I'm, I'm, I'm talking to people, I try to communicate that clearly. I'm here to be different. And I'm here to to help nurture your minds, your bodies, and your spirits, and your business to elevate you and show the community that I'm genuinely here to love, support, and help you grow as people and business owners. Um, and then how am I doing it? Well, I'm just working with small businesses, medium-sized businesses, large businesses, right? I'm working with women to cultivate uh, and, and empower them, right? So just making sure that we as people, you know, know our why, you know, in the long run, it's knowing your why and then, and being that why and communicating that why, why are we doing anything? Why are we here? You know, what is the motivation? Um, and if you have a dream, don't be scared to share it. I mean, believe me, you know, <clears throat> saying I'm running for president is not like something to take lightly. I know I joke around like, oh, it's not a big deal. It's a massive deal. I know that. I make it not a big deal because at the end of the day, I'm not doing it to be like the center of attention. I'm doing it because commu- our community needs somebody real. Our community needs somebody that loves them. And so, you know, I take it I take it so serious when it comes to that aspect. I don't take it serious when I when it comes to like Lauren, because at the end of the day, it's not, it's not just for me, you know, it, 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 in my heart, it is the people. The only thing I'm worried about is making sure our kids, us, our kids, our great grandkids and their kids and their people keep and having an opportunity to be, have some sort of a happy meaningful life um and so kind of just coming back to the vision statement having the spark you know talk max yesterday we were talking about people and he was like man this one lady all she did was talk about work 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 he's like i really would just love to talk about something different and i said well these people don't have anything to talk about because they have engulfed their life by with just work and and that's it and i think 
It's very important. In order to keep the spark going, in order to support the vision, make sure you take time to go enjoy life and to explore, to have fun. I'm, you know, we lose spark or we lose the vision because we sometimes get too engulfed by that vision. We don't realize there's so much more out there. And kind of like he said, he's been working nonstop. We're going to, I'm like, well, hopefully you just get the break and the rest that you need very soon. So I just want to encourage you to obviously like work hard and work towards your dreams. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, take a break, take a step back, see the big picture and how much has been done, what needs to keep working, how long, how much more time do you need to invest and then go from there. Now the vision is important. We all have a vision. We're all here by the grace of God to lead, you know, lead our, ourselves with God, to lead our families with God, to lead our communities with God. You know, we are here to be a positive impact on our community and ourselves. So I leave you with that. And I wish you and bless you with the most magical day. Thanking God for another one. Amen.